Hi, welcome to the Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. This podcast is to inspire, support, and build community for mothers raising children with autism. I'm Bridget Shipman, the host and creator of the Mother's Guide Through Autism. This podcast has been inspired by my son, Joseph, who has been living with autism for the past 30 years. Hey, podcast listeners, I have exciting news to share with you. My book, Mother's Guide Through Autism, is going to release in May 2022. I wrote this book to inspire, encourage, and guide other mothers raising their kids on the spectrum. And what's so special about this book is that my son, Joseph, co-authored this book and shared his perspective of living with autism for the last 30 years in the second part of the book titled Through the Eyes of the Guided. Writing this book was a labor of love, and I just can't wait for you to read it. Go to mothersguidethroughautism.com to sign up for my book waitlist so you don't miss my sneak peek updates and the book launch event. See you there. Why, hello, and good morning, good afternoon, or whatever time it may be, wherever you're at. I am Joe Shipman, of course, and thank you for tuning in to the Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast in general, but also thank you for tuning in to this very special episode, or at least this is part two of a very special episode, where we will cover the book that my mom and I, my mother guide and I, have teamed up to write for not just everyone's benefit, but especially for the benefit of all mother guides and guided people out there. Of course, today I'm going to be going over my half of the book, Through the Eyes of the Guided. I'm going to give a little bit of detail into the backstory of how that came to be and a little bit of a sneak peek into the content. But getting right into it, of course, um, I'd always been encouraged by lots of people, but especially by Mother Guide, of course, to write a book about my experience of being on the autism spectrum and I'd always kind of thought about at least some kind of generalized biography about it, but I couldn't seem to come up with anything. But that turned out to be okay because uh, my mom was brainstorming one night and came up with the idea of not just writing a book about her experiences, but of the idea of us teaming up to write a book about our collective experience. Because, of course, the main goal uh, is to help both mother guides and people on the spectrum so we thought it would be good to give both of our perspectives in a single work. And that was something that was very agreeable to me, not just because I had difficulty in coming up with uh, a premise and an outline for a solo work of my own, but it would also it was just a good starting off point. It felt like it fit the mission of what we're about here at the Mother's Guide Through Autism. And so we started brainstorming, getting off to work. And I got to take a minute to uh, give a lot of credit to my mother guide here because she was the one who had all of the publishing connects from uh, her book that she previously wrote, which in case you haven't checked it out, is called It's a God Thing, just a generalized biography and self-help book. But she reached out to all those contacts and got it set up to where the only thing I then needed to do was, of course, the real difficult work of writing your own book, which is writing it, of course. And we had it all set up and to get into the process of it, um, my general process for writing really anything 
is to just kind of sit uh, and think of at least the general aim of what we were going for here, you know, keeping in mind what's the goal. And with that in mind, I just began to write. I just sat there and I was like, okay, this is going to be the first chapter in our overall book to help people. Figured we might start at the beginning. And I just typed out a relatively short chapter that went over what I could recall about my very early life, which is fortunate because I my memory when it comes to early childhood, I think, reaches back further than most people. And I was able to recall uh, certain events that I think are pretty core memories. You know, there's that term. Uh, I think it's in psychology about core memories that you just can't separate yourself from. And I was recalling things about when I was four years old and going um, and getting hypersensitivity uh, therapy for my uh, hypersensitive hearing. And I just kind of laid that out there and just kind of going in a slow chronological order, recalling all the people I'd met, the stuff we went over, how I even found out I was autistic because, well, that sounds like a funny thing, right? You know, how, how would you find out that you had something like that? Of course, when you're a child, and, and I go into some detail uh, with this in the book, but, you know, when you're a child and you're just going through your life vibing, as <laughs> as we younger people tend to say these days, uh, you just think that everything is normal in the sense of, hey, I'm me. I'm living my life. I like this stuff, and no- loud noises bother me sometimes. You, you're telling me this isn't normal, right? And I thought that was an important thing to touch on, too, because as I'm sure many mother guides can attest to, it can be a very perplexing and puzzling thing to try and figure out what the worldview of your kid on the spectrum is. Or if you yourself are on the spectrum we probably know how hard it is to get what we're thinking out into a way that other people can understand. And I'm sure that's a struggle that many people can relate to, but it's especially true when you're on the autism spectrum, which directly impacts your ability to communicate and uh, understand social interaction. Now, of course, I don't just talk about my personal experiences, which I get into different stories about being in public and having uh, an issue with how loud a certain movie was or a texture for clothes not really fitting me or melting down due to an unexpected detour or any of those given things. I also get into what I think from my perspective should be done, not just by mother guides, but also through some, uh, some portions of the guided population. Uh, I also get into what I think society in general should do in order to adequately respond to the needs of people on the spectrum and uh, of the people who choose to form a community specifically in order to support that person or that group of people. And I'll go ahead and take this time to warn you at this point in the episode that I do get into what is often a very dreaded topic of discussion for many people, which is politics. So in some parts of the book, I do get into my opinions on policy prescriptions 
and just general social and cultural uh, critiques and ideas about what we can all do to uh, help each other. And although these particular parts of the book are the longest parts, I don't get too terribly deep into it because here's the thing about this, okay? My portion of the book is not meant to be a super exhaustive, you know, you read it once and you understand everything type of text. It's not meant to be fully comprehensive. It's meant to be kind of like if you go swimming and you just dip your toe in the water. This is meant to be like that. But of course, from the perspective of somebody who has directly lived their life being on the autism spectrum. And my mom gets into that from her side too. But there's a lot of in-depth activity with that that doesn't exactly appear in my book, mostly because I don't know how to draft up a lesson plan like she can. She is truly an educator. And I also hope that as brief as my portion may be, I hope that it also gives some guidance to people who might come across it. Because although I said it wasn't meant to be comprehensive, I do uh, want to give accurate and thorough information, which is why my portion of the book also gets into certain facts and figures, which are supported by in-text citations. And I'll have a bibliography and uh, at least a link to sources cited so that anybody who wants to look over that information or use it as a platform to learning about other things related to being a mother guide or being on the spectrum, you can, of course, do that. Because after all, my big aim, like I was just talking about, the main goal is to help people and give them a very brief beginner's guide into what this life is like, at least from our perspective. And we hope that this will be a great way for anybody who's just getting into this world, becoming a part of this community, can learn to form their own methods for forming a community that can help their children become the best version of themselves. And I get into some of this too, where I, I do bring up the neurodiversity topic, you know, because that's a really big debate within the autism community. And although I do indicate a bias on my part, I mean, we all have opinions. I try my best to make sure that the ultimate point of the thing is to give people resources so that they can determine what is best for the end of a meaningful, happy, and fulfilling life on the part of people who might need to be guided throughout this admittedly very confusing life sometimes. And speaking of aspects uh, of life which may be confusing, I also get a bit into the book about what it's like to live now because, well, autism is often thought of as a childhood thing. As in, typically, when autism is brought up as, as a subject, we often talk about it in terms of how it affects children in particular. But of course, as we all know, children grow up, they become full-grown human beings, but they're still autistic, right? Or they're still on the spectrum, whatever language you prefer to use. And while there are struggles in living that life that remain the same throughout life from early to late stages... There are unique struggles that can come with being an adult on the spectrum. And I get into that 
not just to highlight that I know what it's like, but hopefully it can give uh, hope and insight to people who may be looking for guidance as to what life for their child might be like when they become no longer a child. And of course, I bring up other difficulties. And while I said before, I do bring up my critiques as to larger social, political, and economic issues as it relates to autism as an issue, my polemics and my criticism are not necessarily the point. You aren't going to find a whole lot of that in this book. What you are going to find, though, is a hammering in of what I think our common mission is here at The Mother's Guide Through Autism as uh, an entity, you know, producing both the podcast and our uh, wonderful literature, which is that it, this is all about hope, right? This is about this is about giving a basic level of guidance so that hope can be found in a situation where a lot of people can find it difficult to have hope. And I'm not necessarily talking about a hope that's similar to when children go through other sorts of medical issues such as disease, like that we hope that the disease will leave them or something like that. This is about a generalized hope to fuel people that have been, for lack of a better word, thrust into this role of being a guide. But it's also the hope that, one, they won't mess up, and two, whatever it is that they do will result in the people that they are being tasked to guide being able to be fulfilled and happy individuals of their own accord, being the person they are, and while at least being able to navigate through the various complicated array of social and cultural stuff we humans have come up with. And to just kind of hammer this point home, or at least to demonstrate it, I'd like to, if I may, read an excerpt from the latter part of my book, which is as follows. If you finish reading this book and are now at the end, you are certainly going in the right direction. If you are a mother's guide, let this book serve as a guide for you on your journey to guide those in need. Even though this is just one perspective and everyone's autism is unique, there are some things we on the spectrum all agree on. And I hope that my point of view has given you some insight into how to understand your children and others like them. And most of all, this is the big one here. I wish a happy, fulfilling, and meaningful life for everyone. With love standing by us, advocating and fighting for us, and helping us advocate and fight for ourselves, that is certainly possible. And this could be confirmation bias from my point of view talking, but it sure seems like I turned out okay. And I don't know for what reason that may be, aside from the fact that I had a cohesive community of people who were willing to look for answers and willing to apply uh, the methods prescribed by those answers in order to help me be myself. And that after a certain point, whatever that I may do with my life, that after a certain point, that would be up to me and not having to answer to a higher authority, but even more importantly, not having to be so totally dependent that I basically don't have a life of my own. And I think that makes it all the more interesting, considering the fact that 
the book is going to be coming out after I turn 30 years old. And at this point in my life, even though I have a lot of stuff to figure out, as I'm sure anybody does when they enter the third decade officially, I have a full-time job. I do have ambitions. I have connections, friends, a loving partner whom I live with. And I managed to take care of my responsibilities in a relatively easy way. So not only am I living my life, but I also have a community of people who I trust and who want to see the best in me as I want the best in them. And this is why, by the way, that I think there is such an important emphasis on guiding, because some of you may know the story, others may not. The way that we came up with the name for this podcast, this, well, thing, I'm not really sure what to call it, a entity or a brand or what have you. The way we came up with that was through a very interesting conversation between, well, my mother guide and I about wanting to create a podcast or a method of guidance. And that word kept popping up again. And it made me think of a quote from honestly, one of my greatest philosophical influences, Bruce Lee, which is a very strange sentence to some people, but I'm going to back it up here because, see, he taught something about, well, teachers. He says, quote, a teacher is never a giver of truth. He is a guide, a pointer to the truth that each student must find for himself. A good teacher is merely a catalyst. That is, he means to say, a good teacher is one who points the way, not necessarily one that just gives it as if it's a rote dogma that you must follow or else. And I thought that was very fitting because it also fit the way that I think my mother and everyone around me approached having to address my needs. It was not so much about molding me into this idea of a normal little boy who didn't have this dreadful autism. It was about making sure that whatever difficulties I had could be addressed. And even though I was different, I deserved to live a happy, meaningful and dignified life like any other human being. And I think that's why there's this emphasis on guiding. I think that's why it ultimately came about because in order to really help people, which I know is something that we all want, especially for those of us that have to deal with the unique phenomenon of autism. We want to help people live their life, right? And often I think this can manifest into compulsive conformity or methods of dealing with autism that have widely been deemed as controversial, let's say. And hopefully we accomplish the mission that we at least broadly have for this book that we created, and that is to give insight into what it's been like for us the past 30 years, and hopefully the next 30 years for people who deal with a similar issue won't go through the same struggles. And whatever struggles that apply to their individual circumstance they have a system, or at least the beginnings of a system, that they can determine what the best route is. And by best here, I don't mean the overall best for every person in every circumstance, because I think people in the autism community know that there is no 
truer statement than if you meet one person with autism, you've just met one person, right? We have a lot of similarities, but everybody's needs, at least very specifically, are very different. And you can't really address the proper way to address the needs of a person with, with the person in mind. You can't subtract the person or the personality away from this issue at all. And if you do all this, take all this into account, then another excerpt from my book will be true. Quote, take it from someone who's been through it. I'm okay. And you're going to be okay too. End quote. And of course, if you would like to get to know that content further, you should definitely follow the Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast and also go to our website at mothersguidethroughautism.com. Remember, the book, Mother's Guide Through Autism, and of course, part two, Through the Eyes of the Guided, comes out in May. You should definitely consider purchasing a copy and telling your friends to get a copy. We have it available in paperback and in ebook form. Plus, either way, you get two different covers in the same book. You know, you don't have to get a multi-volume thing with multiple different books you have to pull out. With ours, you can just flip it over. Think of it as a two-for-one deal, right? But of course, all kidding aside, you definitely should consider checking out the book. And of course, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. And tell your friends about the book, which is coming out in May. Of course, if you liked this video or this episode, be sure to click the like button. And subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss a single episode. I'm Joe Shipman for the Mother's Guide Through Autism. Thanks for listening and have a great one. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review and share it on social media. You can download my free guide, Five Things I Wish I Knew Raising My Son with Autism, by going to my website, mothersguidethroughautism.com. Also, please join our Facebook group, Mother's Guide Through Autism, for support. I'm sending you all hope and love. Thanks so much for listening.